Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Jessica. Welcome to Clue Done It, the podcast where we make wild guesses about fake TV crimes. Without any clues, context, or apparently accuracy. All right, let's find out. Who was right. Who was wrong. And who is dead. We have a couple guests on the podcast today. We yes. have Mr. Wayne Raleigh. Hello, Woo. thanks for having me. All the way from uh, Seattle. And then we also have the lovely... Alyssa Bostwick. There we go. Yay, there are a couple of friends of ours down from Seattle. from Seattle. Yes. It's almost like they're a couple. Thank you. Which... Thank you. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see where the night takes us. <laughs> Anything could happen. <laughs> this is true. Yes. So, but we're going to be talking about Magnum P.I. today. I was thinking about all these things. I was thinking about ways to start this last night. And I remembered, I remembered my babysitter down the street, Kathy, who would come over. And every time she came over on Thursday night, we had to watch Magnum P.I. But we also had to dance to the theme song. Okay, may I? Yes. Sure, please. Okay, yes, that's it. The vocal stylings of all of us, yes. This was a glorious time in television history when when the theme song to a show could actually be a radio hit. Yes. Right? You, yeah. you might hear, I don't know that, that Magnum without was. Words? Even without words? I, like I said, I'm not sure that Magnum was, but you know, sometimes they had words that they just didn't use and you didn't know until right. you heard it Well, later. the Hawaii Five-O song. Hawaii Five-O? Hawaii Five-O song. I think yeah, Sammy words? Davis Jr. wrote the words to it. <gasps> what? And it doesn't matter if they don't use the words on the TV show. It's part of the song. So every time that song got played, he got paid. Wow. That's, that's fantastic. WKRP was on the radio. Mm -hmm. The yes. Cheers theme was... Oh, the oh, Cheers theme was yes. a huge yes. hit. Obviously, uh, Greatest American Hero. Oh, was yeah, that was biggest. another one. That yeah. was probably the biggest and, one. Yeah, that was probably... And that obviously came back in the 90s when, this when one. it was on Seinfeld. And Friends. 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 The yeah. Friends hit was actually oh, a big, was you know, big radio the last well. big, I think you're right. That might have been the last hurrah for that, that phenomenon. I'm not sure. Didn't Doesn't every episode of Magnum start with some sort of a voiceover from... From, yes. from Thomas Magnum, yes. where yes. He, just, he just maybe pontificates or, or, or waxes philosophical about something yes. that has to do yes. with that episode. You know what yes. your friends you know, really like. Yeah. I, I don't you know never know when you're going to walk into a room and then yes. whatever. Yes. So it didn't could, feel right. So we, we, as part of this, we watched the pilot, and there's a voiceover for the pilot, and then we watched a couple other normal episodes, regular episodes, and man, the difference in the voice between the pilot and the rest yeah. of the episodes. Like the first one, it sounds like he's in the middle of a church. Like the, yeah. the reverb I was like, what is going on, is Jacob? Amazing. Is he in heaven <laughs> right now? Is this all a flashback? Is all of Magnum P.I. a flashback? Yeah. Or is he writing a book? Like, I don't get it. But, and they got rid of the reverb somewhere right. between season somewhere one and four. Yeah. Is the pilot like an hour long? It's No, it's a, it's a classic it's double episode. episode. It is, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's classic? That's a thing? They, 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 yes. And they would but, start with, yeah, like a... a it was a oh. chunk. A big okay. chunk, or even like, so they would sometimes, like, they would do it as like a movie. Yeah. Like it would kind of be like, a, like let's oh. do a movie for TV, and if okay. it gets good enough ratings, then they can kind of like, oh, we need to That's make this what, into oh. a show. Right, there would be a movie of the week or something, right. and, then it, and then either they had already planned to make it a movie, or to us it seemed like, oh, it was so cool that yeah. they decided to make it a series. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it seemed like to us, watching from home. Watching from home yeah. in the days of... The car, I think, is an important car. Absolutely. From, from television. Not as iconic, maybe, as the General Lee or, or Kit. Kit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, 
I think though, it was just as iconic. I don't think it was like it wasn't as it wasn't as stunty like Kit right. and didn't, Dukes. Like they were jumping over. over yeah, it, it didn't, didn't leap over canyons or have a turbo right yeah. turbo yeah. boost it or have a, a character you know, of its own. Yeah, it 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 wasn't. Yeah. No, I'm saying, was it? Do you, do you I don't think it was. I don't. I don't think it was. I think it was like integral to his like Thomas Magnum's mystique and his like style and everything. But I don't think the car was as much. Why was it his car or is it? No, it, was it is not. not. Yeah. This is yeah. what came out in the it's pilot. Not of his own. Is yeah, yeah. It, maybe some shells. Originally, Thomas was supposed to be. I don't know. He's rich, but kind of well off. And the character, like TC, the gentleman played TC, Roger Mosley, who literally two weeks ago died. Said, well, wait a minute. Why? Why is? Why does the? Why does the white guy get to have the money and the black guy being the one who's always bugging him for money? Why don't we flip that? And they were like, Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Let's do that. So that's one of the reasons. Like, like Thomas, famously throughout the whole series, is broke. He's he's never working enough. He never has any money. And so yeah, the fact that he has this car, he totally he's just like he's living on this guy's estate. He's using the guy's car. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Using the guy's car. What's that guy's name? Roger Mosley. Roger. No, 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 no. The the guy who owns the estate. Robin Masters. Robin Masters. Robin Masters. Robin. Who is a and he's a so Robin Masters. You never see him. He's kind of like Charlie's Angels in you don't that even sense. Hear him, though. You're right. Right? Do you? No, you don't even hear him. You just like he's on the phone or he calls him, but you never yeah. never see him, never hear him. But apparently he's legendary and his estate is legendary for like letting sexy stewardesses stay the night over. Sexy stews. <laughs> Which I was like writing last night, and I thought they said some sexy dudes, and I was like, oh, oh, okay, I didn't. You oh, all right, and then, <laughs> and then he he said it again, and he was like, oh, some sexy stews. Oh, stewardesses, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, suddenly yeah. the the polysexual Thomas Magnum just went right out the window. Yeah, at that it point. did. Yeah, wow. so they don't like to be called stewardesses anymore. They like That's... to be called sexy stews. <laughs> <laughs> the correct term now is, in fact, sexy stews. Yes. <laughs> It's gender neutral, but complimentary to everyone. <laughs> so what are we watching, Jessica? What, which, one, which episode are we watching? So today we are watching Magnum P.I. Season 4, Episode 12. And that is called The Case of the Red-Faced Thespian. And this is, we chose it because it's Because we love a, a good costume drum. Yeah, it's a costume uh, drum. The, it says, the Great Gatsby Gala, with everyone dressed in 1920s costumes, is being held at the estate, and Magnum is responsible for security. This aired in 1984, the January 19th, and we're watching on Prime, or Freebie. You can probably freebie catch it on Freebie. And if you want to, you can buy it on Apple. The pilot premiered in December of 1980, so just on the edge of the 70s. Mm-hmm. It went for eight seasons. Had 158 episodes. And just a reminder, because I, I did not realize this. I had completely forgotten. Well, we're going to have to remind everybody about a lot of things on this yeah. show. Because I have a feeling nobody knows what this show actually is. Which yeah. is weird, because I'm pretty sure I watched it every week. Me too. Yeah. Yes, agreed. Yeah. So the the first logline, the like little top one, is the adventures of a Hawaii-based private investigator. And then as we were watching the pilot, I was like, that doesn't even touch like the half of it. Of his thing. So then I read below and somebody wrote a more in-depth one uh, logline, which is Thomas Sullivan Magnum the <laughs> Fourth. I, didn't, didn't, I never knew about the fourth. Uh, this, yeah. the, the Sullivan I'm remembering, but the fourth. Okay. Yeah. Played by Tom Selleck is an ex-Navy NIA, which is Navy Intelligence uh, Agency. Agency, which I didn't, I don't I didn't that... even know that existed. Okay. Mm. Um, and he was a lieutenant 
in Vietnam. He was the Vietnam Special Ops, and he's a veteran, who mm -hmm. resigned his commission at age 33 because, quote, he never got to be 23. That's his realization that he has. Which he mentions in the pilot. Yeah. That he mentioned, yeah. And on the beautiful Hawaiian Islands, Magnum is a PI who enjoys life, his buddies, and he works just hard enough to keep it real. It's an action-adventure, crime-drawn mystery. I'm sorry, I didn't prepare everything no, for it's bingo. A way to go. It's a, I'm like, sorry. So there you, you go. We'll break out your right Action-adventure, crime-drama mystery. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And comedy. I yeah. And it's so definitely too. like yeah, it's definitely. I mean, comedy I don't think you'd it. call it a cozy mystery. No, but... it's not cozy. It's too much action adventure to be cozy. Yeah. Yeah. Lots. There's car chases. There's car yes. chases. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. I didn't so, realize I... how many car chases <laughs> there okay. are. Okay. Okay. Why? I mean, how much driving can you do? <laughs> no, this, right. I mean, you're just going in circles at a certain point, <laughs> right? Totally. And you have, to, you have to. When you get to the end of the road, you got to turn around and come back. Exactly. Wheel probably doesn't even loop. We were watching an episode last night where they were on a smaller island. They weren't even on the big island. They were on a smaller island, and this helicopter was like chasing a jeep. They're driving around and chasing the jeep, and oh no, what are they gonna do? And I'm like, they're on a tiny island. Where is this? Where do these people in this jeep think they're going to go? Is there a lot of murder happening on in Hawaii? You know, you've got the bounty Seems like it. Got a lot of work. Dog yeah. the, wait a minute, I'm sorry. Was he Back in Hawaii this up. too? Oh, for sure. Dog oh. the Bounty Hunter is in Hawaii? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Tell me more. When did, what? Well, he was just, I mean, that was, That's you weird. know, everything, Every everyone he chased was... Somehow was, ended up in Hawaii? Well, no, that was, no. that he, he, we're on Hawaii, he, yeah. Hawaiian criminals. No, it's a perfect example of chasing someone on a tiny island. Right? Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah, yeah. I also, have no idea. How else either. could they afford to do a show like that? You know, you're, you're, you're... You're you're, yeah. you're going after people who've skipped bail, bail or something, yeah. But they can't, you know. So you can't. You They're don't, not going to have the budget state to, go line. To, to go to Nova Scotia. They don't have the budget, you know. So they they're right there. Oh okay. my I had no idea. They're just right on the island. But you okay. just got to find them. All right. So dog. So now what we need to do is we need to have a dog, the bounty hunter versus Thomas Magnum like uh, cage match. Like that, that's what needs to happen here. Perhaps yeah. I don't know need, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling. Wants I'm feeling pretty strong. Feeling pretty strong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yes. But that's you know. But that, again, that's the perfect like. You know, these shows they had to have. They had to be contained, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that was part of what made them so. I mean, watchable, right? Because it was always the same. It was the same environment. It was just a new, a new adventure, but in the same place. It wasn't same Magnum playground, in New York yeah. City. It wasn't. You yeah. Know, yeah. Doing any of that. Um, and. Uh, you know, even even Michael Knight, who had this super rocket car, he never really went much never further really, than Vegas. Never, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He never really did. He yeah, did. He, it was, it was all SoCal. It was just all SoCal. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah. And again, it had to be for the for the budgets. Yeah. What a glorious time to be making television. Glorious time. Yeah. yeah. So if, you, if you could survive the 24, 24 yeah. episodes a season. Is, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Is yeah. the is the uh, I we I know we may, may not get into this, but I'm curious who is the show who was the showrunner for. For this show, is it the same person? Does this a famous person create this show? We'll get back to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll we'll cover that later on. But right, we, we should cover what we should cover right now. Well, I, I just also wanted to add because I just didn't. I again, I did not realize it, but the three other buddies—it's four lead characters besides Thomas Magnum, and they are all well, Higgins is you count him as a buddy. He yeah, he's I mean, a buddy. He's, he's, the he voice of a buddy. No, no, no. I'm thinking no. William Daniels. Yeah. Not the same guy? Not the same guy. No. I'm leaving. 
<laughs> oh no! <laughs> this this shatters my. I thought it was the same guy. No, no. no. William Daniels was on Saint Elsewhere. And he's also on Saint Elsewhere. He was also on Boy Meets World. He was the okay. principal yes. in Boy Meets World. And that's he was not also, the same guy as no. as, no. as Higgins. No. Now Higgins. About yeah. played Higgins. I don't remember his name. I'm sure we'll learn. Okay. But we saw him recently in an old noir film. We did. He had a real drawly southern that's accent. That's right. Yes. Okay. But I can't remember. And which he one. Higgins is a British accent, a whole very refined. It's all. Put he served in. in his. He served in the His Majesty's Welsh Regiment, I believe. Supposedly, that's what that, his character. Yes, his character. But the, yes. the actor is from Texas. I think. And I, yeah, I think moved, I knew that he wasn't really British. Moved yeah. to New York, worked on his accent because he had a really uh, hard drawl, and and developed this British accent and then moved to LA after doing some Broadway stuff and 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 got this role. So uh, what's his name? His name is John Hillerman. Okay. As Higgins. This but is... he but so Higgins is a vet. Yep. And then TC, who flies the helicopter. As a sightseeing and, helicopter charter service. He yeah. flies people around the islands for sightseeing, but and, that's how he makes his money. And he's also, uh, he also how he helps Thomas Magnum with the helicopter every now and then. Yeah, and then their buddy Rick, whose name is actually Orville, but he goes by Rick. Because you'd go by Rick if your name was Orville, too. Yeah. Um, and if you owned a bar. And if you owned a, own a bar. In Paradise. In Paradise. But yes. also, like, one of the things they changed from, in the pilot, they really leaned hard into Rick and Casablanca, like he was practically like practically Casablanca cosplay. It was full. They had like Moroccan like motifs and everything in the bar, but then after that, they made it much more of just a Hawaiian bar. Isn't that yeah. amazing how how uh, something evolves like that? Like yeah. they would yeah. commit to that, but then abandon it. You couldn't you couldn't do that now when you make an entire season in one and right. drop an entire season oh, and you're in one after the other. In yes. one <laughs> afternoon. In one, right? And when you're yeah. block shooting, everything's going to be yeah. It's yeah all the they same. have all this. You know, the Duffer Brothers had had the last frame of of season five planned out the the minute they had the first. I, I think. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. yeah, fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is interesting to see how the pilots yeah. change over time. So, so he, he is also a vet, and he went to Vietnam also, also so, with with Tom uh, Mac, Thomas Magnum. So TC was a helicopter pilot in Vietnam. Rick was his gunner, and Tom Tom Magnum was special forces on the ground. Um, and then there was another friend of theirs who dies in the pilot, but they were all in the same unit in Vietnam. What about Robin Masters? How is he? Robin Masters owns the estate that Thomas lives on. Higgins is there to as major domo of the estate. He's the one who keeps it up. Thomas Magnum is security for the estate. I don't know how Higgins and Robin Masters came together. Robin Masters, his story is that he is a pulp romance novelist. Oh. That is, he's a, he's a best-selling, you'd find his books in the airport, pulp romance novelist. That's funny. Yeah. There you go. So TC, Rick, and Tom are kind of tight. They're friendly. They're buddies. They give each other crap. They're coach youth sports leagues. Thomas has a kind of confrontational, antagonistic relationship with Higgins, but they're friendly nonetheless. What, what would our world, what kind of world would we be living in now if Spielberg and Lucas had had their way originally and, and Tom Selleck had played Indiana, Indiana Jones? Like, had left, like... Not only would we probably not, we'd have, I mean, it would just be a different world. I mean, I think we'd have, yeah. we might have an, three eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have, at this point, we might have grown an extra set of uh, sure. thumbs, yeah. you know, who knows yes. what evolutionary processes would have happened. Like but if, it would be a completely 
different world. Can you imagine Indiana Jones like in his fedora and a Hawaiian print shirt? <laughs> yeah, like yes. that. Like I, I mean, that's that's that's, that's the there world. Is concept art that exists that I've seen with Selick's face in that fedora. Like they, Whoa. they were they were going down that that road, and it is you know it, it's a it's an old it's a story all this time where the. The TV star cannot get out of his contract to do yeah. the big, the big movie. Um, and it was a pilot. It was still the pilot. He was cast in the pilot, and they were like, "Oh, we can't let you go." And then it turned out that it was six months. It turned out that they didn't do film the pilot for six months, and so he could have fit it in. And in the time that he could have fit it in, they were actually filming in Hawaii. Yeah. So but, he could have done the whole thing. All yeah. of it. I think he but, could have pulled. You think he could? I'm not yeah. saying. I mean, obviously, we have the right Indiana Jones. I don't think it would have worked. I don't think I we think would have Indiana. I don't think we would be talking about Indiana Jones. I think today. you underestimate Tom Stone. You know, I with, might. with I the might. with the last uh, with the last Indiana Jones movie, I'm not so sure that that would be a bad thing. Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to mash up a mustache, a Ferrari, and some 1920s cosplay, and we'll be right back with some guessing. So we have to start, we have to start with an yeah. apology because you know that I like, I like in, out, murder, done. We stop at the credits or a body. I like my body before the credits. Like, tell me who's, tell me what the crime is. Tell me who the body is. I don't want to know anything. I feel like I know too much. Yeah. I know too much. We have seen 23 minutes of this episode. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I am not a yeah. fan. And I can't even say I really understand what the crime is. There, like, no, we don't. Well, this episode started with a coming attractions, which is what we're right, yeah. see in the episode. 80s coming attractions. The very first line of the experience was Magnum saying, we're going to... Like, we know somebody's, we know been, somebody's murdered. been murdered. And one of you did it. So there is still we there is still a murder coming, or at least Magnum thinks there's a murder. Well, there's right. definitely there's de it was in the log line. There's a murder coming, but like we're it's like <laughs> twenty six minutes. We're twenty six minutes in. There's only twenty three minutes left. We still haven't had a murder. We have just had one crime. Like okay, so okay, to set this up, here's what's going on. Thomas Magnum is doing security. For, so remember Robin Masters, the rich guy we never see. Very important. We never see him. Anyways, he is having lots of famous people over to his Hawaiian estate for, and this is great, he's doing a fundraiser, a charity gala event for a home for incorrigible boys. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't like incorrigible boys. Incorrigible. They can't be couraged. <laughs> <laughs> and they need as much wasn't help that, as they can what, get, so they need money. Wasn't that JFK's book, Portraits and Courage? <laughs> oh, no. Deep right. cut. Deep cut there, people. You're right. But so, but they're, so they're having they're having this event that Thomas was only supposed to show up and look at. But Higgins blasted himself, he, master of munitions, but blasted himself. He was getting rid of the mongooses, and he blasted himself with the thing. Yeah, the mongooses on the lawn. The mongooses on the he sent a mongoose hole, and there was a croquet ball lodged in there, and so it came out and hit him in the head. And now, well, as far as we knew at first, he just had a concussion. Right. But then, of course, we see that it's much more serious than that, and he's suffering a dual personality. He, he is. He is he's had a psychic is split. That, is yeah. that a concussion? Yeah, yeah. Symptom? It's oh, the eighties. We're lucky he didn't get amnesia too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Pangborn fearing the great fearing Sir. Pangborn fearing Pangborn the great tragedian. <laughs> tragedian. So he literally has his personality has fractured. Yes. 
which is a very serious thing. I mean, this is like he, he needs, should, like, should he be, needs immediate <laughs> medical attention. attention. Yeah. He is going to die. But like his brain is swelling. He will die. Conveniently set in a Gatsby-like era. Yes. Right. Yeah. Never stops touring. This so trip. really, only Thomas knows what what a serious situation it is. Right. Right. And Thomas is not doing anything about it. He's basically playing along, trying to make this 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 split personality comfortable. Yes, and well, he's trying to get the split personality back to bed because right. But, but if you've got a head injury, though, it's like you don't want to go to sleep with a head injury because you never wake up. And then he just, they both just fell down the stairs. Too right. It's after just, that. Yes. But Thomas is doing so many things wrong. He's like, <clears throat> lots of stunts. There's lots of stunts and in this one. Nothing. Oh well, no, we did have some things blowing up. There's the, I think that's the things thing have that blown up. In this People have gotten into sword fights. There has sword been, fight. There has that been, was an intense sword fight for a, a TV show. Nobody faked that. That was like up and down stairs. It was oh, the whole lobby, back and forth. It's back too and forth. much silliness, first of all. It was There's way too much silliness. Too sil- many hijinks. Yes. I think yeah. that they're trying to do at the same time that they're trying to build some tension. Yeah. yeah. Right? So they've got people in costumes and they're sword fighting and then there's some fellow at the piano who's who says, oh, we all got here at 9 a.m. Just like the invitation said. And he shows him the invitation. Right. So there's a false invitation. There's that one been... false invitation. We know that, right? Yes. And the other thing we know is is that Robin, it turns out, is upstairs. Which he never is. He's yeah. never at this place. So Andy, yeah, but, right. With the secretary, his, there's a secretary there too. Yeah. So a new secretary. A new secretary. Valerie. Valerie Kane. Valerie Kane, who will not, he's, Robin Masters is behind this door. You can hear the typewriter going, but he will not stop writing. He's on deadline, which Magnum finds suspicious because he's never met deadlines before. He doesn't care about deadlines at all. Right. But now, oh no, you can't put... And there's this sign on the door. The, the secretary's like, you can't go in there now. Not with that sign. <laughs> and this <laughs> sign is a little handwritten sign that just says, writing. <laughs> Which, I, frankly, I need to get one of those signs. If that sign works that great, perfect. I'll just put it on the door. Jessica, you can leave me alone. It says writing. It's right there. It says right I'm there. writing. Leave me alone. Yeah. I'm, He's writing so furiously that you can hear... <laughs> The clacking of the <laughs> typewriter through the door into the, in the, the next room. All week I've been thinking about the difference between like an Agatha Christie murder mystery, which is very much like Murder, She Wrote, which is like, here are all of the people now who did it, versus what up till now has been a Magnum P.I., which is just like, there's a lone detective and he's chasing down somebody. And that whole like interview a suspect, go on to the next one, go on to like, it's much, it's much more linear and much more hunting as opposed to we're having a party, and they've completely changed it up this time. So there's a huge party on this estate with oodles of suspects, and they've spent so much time introducing us to all these suspects. So there's, first off, there's the secretary, there's Higgins, there's somebody pretending to be John Barrymore, there's somebody pretending to be Douglas Fairbanks, there's somebody and his wife pretending to be F. Scott Fitzgerald and Zelda, there's somebody pretending to be... They're the Athertons. Be, they're the Athertons. There's somebody pretending to be Picasso, I think. And Picasso is... is that Archer. Archer. Archer's the one who is like, yeah. playing the piano when Magnum comes back. He was also uh, observing Rick and the lovely June Chadwick. June Chadwick is who's playing... Who does June Chadwick playing? What's Lady her? somebody or other. Somebody Stout. Cynthia Stout. Cynthia, Stout. Cynthia Lady Stout. Cynthia. Lady Cynthia, who has oodles and oodles of diamonds. Once again, two weeks in a row for us with the two episodes in a row with the diamond necklace is going to get stolen. And the jewelry, yeah. So, so yes. Yeah, so, Rick is, Rick is helping. Rick is hitting on this... Rick is hitting on this very famous rich lady. Um, and then TC is also there. TC is hitting on a dancer named Inez, 
who was there. So they're off, like, distracted, trying to, like, get their, like, romance on. Thomas is trying to take care of Higgins and also look like, at, like, Dashiell Hammett. And Valor- failing. And failing. Yeah. Um, and he's whining a lot. He's about his hair. He's very whiny in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and he, because he's, he's, uh, all of a sudden he's tasked with putting this party on and he's not doing a very good he's job. He's not doing a very good job. And he doesn't, and the, and like, they also, again, much earlier, as we alluded to, like it was supposed to start in, at two, but then at nine, everybody showed up. And he was like, why are you here so he early? And they're like, he just drove into it after, so he hasn't had any sleep because he stayed up all night. By the way, we didn't even talk about this. The, he, the, the yes, opener, yes. the cold open, or it's not really cold open because it's after the... But anyway, he had stayed up all night watching an Agatha Christie series. Agatha Christie marathon. Marathon. Guessing who did it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And he was right five out of six times. Which we've never even gotten close no. to such he was, a... Well, he's a professional really? investigator. Okay. We've been doing this he's long enough to be professional. <laughs> We've done this 24 times. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Come on. Little, little is, respect here. I'm just saying here. That, it's his, that it is, it's his bread and butter to solve murders. I mean, you know. Well, you know, he doesn't, apparently he doesn't do a very good job of it. So I still take umbrage. Right. We're having courage and umbrage in yes. this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm incorrigible. <laughs> I'm just being incorrigible. But so 23 minutes in, we're lucky something happened because I was like, we can't go this whole episode. We can't watch the whole thing, but it's going to be. Here's everything, and then Thomas is going to pull it out to the end. There's been... So somebody has stolen some money from the guy who plays F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, so that's when we stopped. That's when we stopped. $20,000 from a briefcase. He's got an empty briefcase. Got somebody brought briefcase. twenty grand in cash to a party. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it's yeah. also a gala, so maybe he, maybe, maybe he was going to give it. Maybe he was going to give whatever he wanted. I mean, right, that right. does sound weird. It do, when you put it like that... Gala with cash. With a suitcase. Did he cash. think there was going to be a silent auction? This is the eighties. Silent auction. You yeah. need to be ready to like okay. lay down some money for. Yeah, some there things. were no, there weren't even ATMs Raffles. at this point. Were there? Yeah. Or they, or they, I mean, there, there were, were, but they were not. They were not like no, no not ubiquitous. My parents were still going to. My parents were still going to the bank on Friday in nineteen. Yeah, yeah. They were all walking around with briefcases full of twenty thousand dollars before. Agree. I agree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In small, unmarked, non-sequential bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how this works. Okay, so, so so far that's the only crime that that's has been crime. committed, except for some party faux pas. Right. So we have. So right. we're gonna guess. We're gonna guess who stole it, and then we also have to guess who gets who gets gonna murdered. Get who's gonna yeah. get murdered, and then who we think did it. So there's three guesses. So there's just so many more chances for us to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. my money is on is on Kane. Vanessa came. I think we all yeah, agree. Yeah, the on secretary. One thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We all agree that Robin is not actually there. Robin, Robin is so is not, not in that room. Because no again, tick, type, yeah. type, 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 type. There's a there's a real the real tape recorder. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Type, 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 totally. type. Okay. Yeah. And we know that somebody sent out a fake invitation to make them all get there earlier. So yes, Valerie Kane is suspect, but maybe not for a murder. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah. hard when you don't even know who's who's murdered yet. Although, um, <laughs> my guess is my guess for the murder is um, Lady Cynthia, I, only because why is she being so nice to Rick? Yeah, I mean, he is like he is like totally coming on to her. He like is a, coming on to her like strong. a smarmy freight train, and she's like yeah. she's like touching, you know, stroking like, his. Yeah, cheek. she's like telling him he's he's unusual or whatever, and or that she's it's refreshing. She, she <laughs> yeah. said he was refreshing. That's, that's, he wasn't. He's not refreshing. He's barely in court. He's barely in court. He's barely in court. There it is. Yeah, I've never seen. I've never known what the ladies see in, in Rick. Rick. Really? Sorry. 
Yeah. Everybody he's, loves Rick. He's not. He's a scamp. He's a, He's not. A, you, you're not. You're not. A, you're not. A, I like TC better. Oh well. TC I mean, yes, sure. without a doubt, okay. for yeah, sure, yeah. absolutely. By but far. like, but I mean, he's not unattractive. Mm. Oh no, you okay? That facial expression. He. She is. There. She. He is negative. I mean, he's cuter dressed as Charlie Chaplin. But well, everybody's cuter dressed as Charlie Chaplin. True. 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 And yeah. TC is dressed as Paul Robeson. Paul Robeson. Yes. Great. What it was he? Who's he playing? Uh, Emperor Jones. Emperor Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Stage. All right, so you do have a guess. Those are those are for mine. Three things. But who? So Wait, so you, you think, think that Lady who stole, Cynthia? Who stole? Who gets killed? Who did it? I just think I think the criminal. Whether I, boy, I I think she's the murderer and and she's, you think she's the murderer. She doesn't get killed. You think she's the one who kills? No, I think I think Vanessa Kane is the murderer. Oh, um, and I think so. Vanessa Kane, the secretary, great, is, is the murderer. I think that that Lady Cynthia gets killed. And, uh, and as far as the money goes, I think it's MacGuffin. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you on the MacGuffin. Like, I, don't think, I don't think that's actually important. I think it's a distraction. I, I think, because there's always, again, again, I'm going to say this, there's always multiple people in an Agatha Christie novel. Either they're, people are in cahoots or they're just multiple people acting like towards their own aims but simultaneously, but to different aims. So, but, so I do think that the money is just a MacGuffin. I think, I think Higgins stole the money. <gasps> That's as Pangborn. As Pangborn, I think Higgins stole the money as Pangborn. Because he thought it was like payment for his tour. Sure. Yeah. I I think I'm sure he'll come up with his 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 delusion, delusion. or he's just like his manager wasn't paying him, so he went in and he stole the money there. I 100% think that the secretary is behind it all, but I think she's in cahoots with who is she? Because another 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 cahoots episode. I'm gonna say that she's in cahoots with. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Oh. I, I don't know who F. Scott Fitzgerald is, but I think the secretary and F. Scott Fitzgerald are in cahoots. And yes, I do think that the lady, whatever the lady's name is, I think she's the one who gets who gets murdered. That's what I think as well. Yeah. Okay. Because she's too, like, spoilers, but we spoil everything. Like, the, la- the actress who plays the lady was in, like, Spinal Tap? Like, she's a name. She's the great June Chadwick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, played um, David St. Hubbins' Uh, wife in Spinal Tap. You, Brilliant performance. You gasped when you <laughs> and I, I've seen her in other things. She was also in V. V. Yes, she played oh, she played Diana's not superior, I think, but Diana's colleague who comes from the planet to kind of check in on and so her and Diana are always are constantly bickering in in snooty British accents. <laughs> Um, in that show, it is, it's it's something to see. Um, I love that when aliens come to Earth. I mean, I, they learn the British accent. I mean, it makes sense. Like, there's yeah. all those like English as a second language schools all use the British stuff. So sure, think, sure. There we go on that. Yeah. 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 All, right, all right, Alyssa, what have you got? Okay, I think that the the stolen money is a MacGuffin, and I think it is Atherton, who's dressed as F. Scott Fitzgerald, and Jane Chadwick. Who they're in cahoots, but for some other kind of plot, and that it's Archer Hayes who's going to be murdered. Oh, I can see. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meant to come as Picasso. He's going to be murdered, and oh, she's right. Yeah, absolutely. She's so smart. You are right about. I do think Valerie Kane might be the murderer, the secretary. However, Higgins is going to Higgins is going to be in danger. 
He's going to because oh. he's, he's he's falling for her. His his alter ego is falling for her. Well, no, no, no. no. Let's, let's stop for a second here. I don't think falling for her is quite the right thing. <laughs> he is getting his lech on with right. her. He's, <laughs> he's, he's after her. Yeah. Does Pangborn believe that he is actually in the 20s? Is yes. that something that I, I, I have? Yeah. That's not super when, clear. But When I think he's Pangborn, he really he, thinks he's in the 20s. And so he he's, thinks he's, he's in there. The, yes. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yes, and so he is, yeah, his, yeah he's, he's, he's after her. And I think that's going to mess up her whole plot. Oh. She's going to, somehow she and whoever she's working with are going to try and get rid of him. <gasps> oh, that's good. Oh, Very nice. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Miss Lissa bringing the A game. Yeah. You need to get like yeah. a whiteboard or something. To oh, no. This is my... None of this counts. Okay. This is fine. You're, yeah, but I like the idea. You, you, we'll remember. We'll, we'll trust. Remember. We'll trust that you. We'll, okay. They will trust you and Next me. Will you remember? Time. So, like, when we come back on Mike and you're like, I won, we'll be like, she sure did. Even <laughs> even though, like, TC was know, behind it all or something. To, uh, I'm going to stop because yeah. the more details that I add, the more I come up with, the more complicated, the more I'm wrong. Right. So, let's leave it at that. Okay. Just let it lie. That's right. So recap That's it for us. Good. What have we got? So Higgins in danger. Higgins, up. Someone's going. The the person who will be murdered is Archer Hayes yep. because of some kind of way that he sure. is interfering with a, another plot between Atherton and Jane Chadwick of Spinal Tap. But Higgins's life will be in danger next because of his alter ego. Um, it, right. And Valerie Kane is going to be ultimately the bad. The like a mastermind, yes. a mastermind behind it all. Yes. Excellent. All right, yeah. Herd, you've got some, you've got some ground to cover. Oh my gosh, cover. I do. Okay, so so you think it's uh, that Lady Cynthia is behind it with, with, with Atherton, with, with Atherton, Atherton? Scott Fitzgerald. Yes, but or, I don't think they're they're that they will be involved in the murder. I think that oh. they stage they're staging the robbery. I oh, think, and they that reason. they're probably in love. Oh, okay. So you're what's going to happen? You just added more. <laughs> What? What's gonna happen to oh, Zelda? Oh, maybe Zelda's, Zelda's the one who gets. Dumb. She's just too dumb. She's just dumb. You can tell. That she's, she's a just dumb a 80s red herring. Okay. Don't you think Whoa. so? I, but you went right for that. You can tell. I didn't pick up on that at all. Tell me more. Why is she a dumb 80s oh, she's wife? She's just very. She's just clueless, and and you can tell that he's got like. She's giggling too me. much. Yeah, yeah. She's giggling. She also. Too much. She was like, also very swept up with Pangborn's terrible theatrics. She was like, oh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. So, so wonderful. Yeah. Yes, she thought his performance was great. And she, and she's married to, we should say also Atherton is the author of the week, right? The best selling Yes, author he's a best selling author. Yes. Yes, yes. the great Which is, I guess is why he has the $20,000 in his Right. In his briefcase, because because he went to be Dalton, and he was like, "I'll take." Oh, he's a writer too. Yes. Yeah. So this he's has something. Best. The crimes have something to do with with writers or yeah. or yeah. something, right? Or and yeah. and Robin as a writer, or there's something. Yeah. There's something there, but yeah. I don't know what it oh, is. But sorry. you're right. You're right. Yeah. Oh gosh. So I I think Lady Cynthia is not actually Lady Cynthia. Oh. I think that she is somebody else masquerading as Lady Cynthia. Oh. And, and Lady Cynthia is, is Lady Cynthia going to show up dead? Yes. The real Lady I Cynthia. I am going to say that. <laughs> the real Lady Cynthia is going to show up dead. And then they're all going to be like, "Who is this woman?" And then, "Who are you?" And she's somebody else. And I think I can, I know that you know her as June Chadwick, but those two blonde ladies, I cannot tell I can't either. the difference between yeah. the two yeah. of them. It's 80s blonde, yeah. Yeah, the same exact haircut. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I guess June Chadwick's is a little more floofy. Yeah, and she's got some wings. She's got some, like 70s wings she almost. Does. And I yeah, I have it. And and now that you've said, "Oh, she's a dumb woman." Or now now they she's playing they're they are. They're writing her as a floofy. Mm-hmm. I think she's undercover. <gasps> uh, wait, undercover or like the bad person? like she's she's a cop undercover? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think she's okay. a cop undercover. Nice. And maybe even with the dancer Inez. Oh. Interesting. They're, they're working some angle because, uh, yeah, something. Okay, so who's dead? So I think the real lady Cynthia is going to show up dead. Um, right. We don't have enough time for any of this, so I'm not winning at all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think the real lady Cynthia shows up dead, and I think she is murdered. I I also think that Atherton probably probably did it, and I think they call it. He is. I agree with you. In league with Colin Camp. Or with Colleen Camp, the secretary, the fake secretary. I don't think she is actually. I think this was like one episode, Colleen Camp, in league with, or just pretending to know the writer, or pretending to know Robin, and she's all just faking it. No, I think you're onto something like the with the two, with our two women who we've only seen very tangentially. Tangentially, yeah, yeah. Tangentially. Tangentially. Tanzania The Tanzanian gentiles. They often come back and are, you know, undercover FBI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but again, my question to that would be, to what end? What is right. the, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> why are they there? What is, why, what is happening? So we're still, but like, I th- but I th- for always, all, everything brings us around to why, which the show is not, we don't know that, we know that there's jewels, but we don't have any real reason to believe that the jewels are, are in danger. Yeah, yeah. Or anything, but But that's, the, that's the MacGuffin to get things, I did, and this is what I, this is what I was talking about when I was just like, there's a, they hang a lantern on the fact that he stayed up all night watching this Agatha Christie thing. And then yes. they hang another lantern on the fact that they're all in costumes from the 1920s. And then, and then they hang a lantern on the fact that they have two writers in residence and yeah. him pretending to be Dashiell Hammett. Right. I mean, I guess this is all just murder uh, mystery I, so, references or something. And I think that's what it is. I literally oh. think this is just the, the writers of this show just like playing with the format. Like they wanted to do, like as opposed to a Thomas Magnum's going to go find this person through the island and stalk it. He, they're, they're, they're trying to do their Agatha Christie episode, which is like, let's throw everybody in there and then have this happen. But the thing that upsets me about this is that we literally just watched Agatha, not Agatha Christie, we literally just watched Jessica Fletcher and Murder, She Wrote, do it. And like they still had, they still introduced 12 people to crimes within 15 minutes. So this is why I'm a little frustrated. I'm a little yeah. like, I like, I just, I, the yeah. show doesn't seem to find a gear. And You're 100% correct. Like it, it just hasn't found a gear. Why is this taking yeah, so long? Yeah, and it's also weird because none of us have really mentioned too much about Archer the yeah. piano, piano player early on. And that guy is uh, just, you know, when you look at the IMDb for the episode, he's way up there. Like, you know. He's a main character. He is a episode. main character in the episode, main guest star. And by the way, he was in uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Last Crusade. He is the guy who goes to, uh, he tries to steal. He's the, like, kind of balding, like, <sighs> The German, the German guy who picks up the thing and gets yeah, it burned yeah. onto his hands? Yeah, and then the he comes back. Yeah. The one who says... He's in, his name is Toad, isn't it? I don't know. I forget. I can't remember. She says, I'll tell you everything. And he says, yes. Yes. I know you will. 
That's yeah. him? <laughs> yes. Really? Wow. Nice. <laughs> so, and this would have been... This would have been 84. Too, so not too... Just a couple of years after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he looks 100% different. Oh, 100% so different. You think, do you think uh, Tom Selleck is like, so what was it like being in? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. What was it like being in? Yeah, it and, yeah and he's got he's a cross. Like, it, it was cool. And he's got cross stars, cool. and he's like, Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds, sounds good. Like, so, like so, yeah, sounds like somebody has. We were doing a lot. We're doing a lot of cool things here on Magnum too. Uh, we're doing. We're blowing episode. a lot of things yeah. up. Yeah. And, uh, we've got some. Uh, we've got stuff. some really nice fancy cars this this <laughs> episode. Yeah. 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 Alyssa also called it at the very beginning, which reminded me what you just said. Yeah. Of all the stuff about how they're they're doing their own. They're playing. The writers are obviously trying to do their own. Yeah. Magnum infused. He could be dreaming this whole thing. Yes, because he. Well, I didn't call it. Did Jessica you say did. that? Oh, I'm I sorry. No, I did. Oh, I did. You said because he because oh, he because he does. He spends his all night. His he, head hits the pillow. Bang. And then he wakes up. Exactly. So he so he the whole thing starts with him and voiceover saying, "Man, it's great to solve all these murders." And then he reveals that he's stayed up all night watching this Agatha Christie marathon on TV, and he yeah. got five of six more. And then he does. He lays down to bed and he puts his head down, closes his eyes, and bang. That's when. That's when Higgins That's when is the doing show things. Yeah. So like there's there's another prop bet out there where all of this is actually just a fake and all a dream. Could be. Could be. It, it, you'd think it would be weirder, even weirder than it is. Yeah. yeah. The well then they really yeah. wouldn't have like, a tentacle uh, octopus. Or then it would yeah. just be way more immersive. Like he really would be in Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, like they like they would yes. film it a little differently and he really Yeah. yeah. But um, anyway. Not just um so I, I don't think we can discard that either. that there is out there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do how do we think murder is going to take place? Is it going to be like the poison tip of a sword, or we saw a dagger? We did. The dagger, the dagger thrown gets in thrown. The, the open. I think there's definitely a poison dart. Mm. Mm, yeah, but sure. I don't know if that'll. Really I love poison darts. Poison. No. It's either poison mm. or glass. Poison pen. Somebody gets stabbed <gasps> with a pen. Oh my god! It has to be a poison pen, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. All these, all these writers? writers. All these writers got it. Somebody's got it. Like, yeah, or death by a thousand million paper cuts. I don't know. Yeah. It's gotta happen fast, though. It's yes, gotta happen yeah. fast. And, and somebody is gonna play a police person and show up, and so right. Did we see that? No, it, or I saw it on IMDb. Oh, oh, oh. Man, I tell you, Jessica, like the one part of me, I really like that you do all this work with all this research and everything, and another part of me, I'm just like, how am I giving you all this like extra head start she's with me on all this? Giving, yeah, she's learning though. She's learning. You can tell she's learning. She's not being completely honest she's with you about learning. how good she is. Getting, <laughs> at gleaning at gleaning from IMDb, the what's, an, the, the, you know, what's going to actually who's happen on this in the episode? And like you know, she's do we need to get the podcast adjudication board involved in this? <laughs> doing do we need like I are you doping your IMD your IMDb there was doping? A, um, if there was ever anything for the the podcast adjudication board, this would be it. This yeah. okay, you're right. Um, <laughs> This is, I mean, this goes, this goes to the very foundations of the game. Well, if you don't mind filling out the paperwork, <laughs> I'm guessing he doesn't. I'll be fine. But you can tell that she's, you can tell that she's on IMDb and she's not, she's not cheating, but she is using, she's using that resource. She, absolutely. She's, she's definitely good at she's, it at this point. And you know what? Uh, you know what? I guess that you, you said it. Like, she's not cheating. She's just using the resources. I suppose I could do that too, but I'm just much more fun just jackassing it. I don't think you guys could do it too. I think you could look at IMDb <laughs> all day long. All day long. <laughs> and all night. You would and not, not draw the same conclusions that she could. I'm, I'm just, guessing you're right, yeah. actually. I think that's probably true. <laughs> well, we do think that she's right. And we'll find out and we'll tell you all about it when we're right back.
I just think that was a great idea for an episode of Magnum to do to let Magnum be Miss Marple. Right. But really not well done at all. So sloppy. No, it was yeah. a very sloppy episode. Very yeah. sloppy episode. Not has not had none of the none of the style or panache of 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 a of an Agatha Christie. Could the template be any more well known? Yeah. Know I mean, like right. how yeah. hard can it be to follow the rules of an Agatha Christie who done it where there's They did get a couple things right though. They yeah. did get a couple things yeah. right. Like they definitely had like they definitely had multiple actors. Like there are multiple people doing multiple, not just that they had motive, but like they were doing multiple things. Before we go into all the, let's, let's just spoil the whole thing. In the end, it was, Jessica got it right. I, not really. No, she got no. it, you, you guessed the murderer. You said it was Marge. Oh, but I thought she was in cahoots with Inez. Okay, then, so we'll give you. No, actually, I'm not even sure I said that I thought that she had done it. I said that they were agents. Like they were CIA Oh, agents. that's right. You thought they or were something. CIA agents. All right. So point being that the person who did it was the, so there were two people, there were two crimes, which was very two criminals, which was very Agatha Christie. The two crimes were the stolen money and the jewels, which were done by Archer, who was really actually L somebody Jameson. But yeah. he was the former butler before Higgins. So yeah. he was there to humiliate Higgins. He was disgruntled. He was disgruntled. Yeah. So he was not corrigible. Uh, he, he, was, he, he, was, he was not gruntled. He was disgruntled. Um, so that was the one, that was the one like, line that we were following. He also even tried to kill Higgins at one point, threw a dagger at him later yes. on. The second person who was there doing something was the secretary, who Wayne and I thought was just going to be the straight out mastermind behind it all. Yeah. Was, had nothing to do with any of the crimes. She was a reporter for the na like what was what was the name of the thing National that Intruder The National <laughs> Intruder she so wanted great. she wanted to be uh, on staff at the National Intruder so right. she was trying to get this scoop It was a scoop yeah. she was a reporter she scoop So I that I don't understand though because she was upstairs in the room by herself like, like through the how, whole party. Yeah, right like how was she going to find out anything Yeah right she's no. a bad reporter she's on every Clearly yeah. on every level yeah. just, And then the third person was of course the person who actually killed it killed it killed her, and I put killed in quotes because the big reveal is that the lady isn't actually dead. She comes back to life. She was just bonked on the head a little bit. And Thomas knows that. What he knows is that there was an attempted murder. Mm -hmm. He's the only one who's, who's How inspected the body. How did he know that the there body. was an attempted murder? Because he inspected the body? I think that he was, I mean, it's never explained, the, but I think he police was. Came. I mean, the, the, police came. Came. the police came. The ambulance came. Took her away. I mean, they, that's what. That's what we like. That's what I was like. Like there was think, an ambulance there. We were whole, led. I think that was a setup. A it, whole charade. A whole charade. To flush out the the attempted murderer. Except except that that makes no sense no, because Lieutenant doesn't. Tanaka goes away. Like this is okay. This is how do we know that? Tell us it's the eighties without telling us it's the eighties. He taped the Agatha Christie mysteries on VCR. Not only that, it's still, like, trading one of them has value. Right. Like, he's like, I'll give you my tape of this. And Tanaka doesn't even have a video at home. He's like, well, I've got a machine at the station. <laughs> like, it's still rare enough to carry cachet and currency. It's very corrupt police. Very police corrupt police. Right. And very, very corrupt, irresponsible. Totally irresponsible. To, to basically pause his murder investigation because... <laughs> to watch an Agatha Christie marathon. Hey, he's a completist. He's a complete... In the days before Netflix, you did what you had to do to watch those episodes. You didn't know when you were going to see it again. Yeah. It's, just the, it's just the brilliance of the time where the, these shows where they literally just anything, they could make anything up to, to get the story where they needed it to go. I mean... 
they could have been anything. It could have been like, I'll give you my snake or you know, <laughs> really, you know, because we have no clue. He's like, I know you like my shoes. I'll give you my <laughs> shoes if you give me two hours. And to, and we were just like, okay, yeah. That, I mean, they Should literally I? could have done anything. It had nothing yes, to do uh, nothing with, to do with anything. It was just anything. Brilliant just plot mechanics. So yes, thank you, so, so Thomas Magnum announces that it's that the lady, whatever her name was, isn't actually dead. And Marge, who was married to, who was Zelda Fitzgerald, married to Nolan, who was trying to have an affair with the lady, loses her shite. Right. She like pulls out a gun and she's like, she, he was having an affair and I was sick of being humiliated. And she just, she opens fire. Yeah. She, she just she opens fire on firing wildly. <laughs> Rick jumps out. Oh, Rick yeah. jumps out the, yeah, window. Yeah, yeah. the window. Breaks the window as breaks he jumps, the window out. As he jumps yeah. through it. Drapes I mean, curtains all around him. Rick is not a hero. Yeah. No, it's not a hero. Rick is not a hero. TC is the one who TC. ends up who ends up disarming her. But yes, he she starts she shoots everybody and she nearly shoots Higgins. Yeah, she nearly shoots Higgins. Although although it actually would have been a very bad his, stunt double. His stunt double was yeah. Very and uh, the dancer in his steward was completely innocent. completely innocent. Sure. She was completely mad. Innocent. She was mad at Higgins, but did not do anything. No, she wasn't. Oh, she yes, she was mad at Higgins because Higgins wouldn't help her get a part in a movie made out of one of Robin's books. Yep. Oh, Babes in Bab- Babylon. Babes in Babylon. 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 Yeah. But there was lots like if you're confused, don't worry about it. We were watching it. We were also confused for a while there. We started recording. We thought Jessica had won. It wasn't yeah. until we were oh, talking through this yeah, where Jessica's yeah, yeah. like, "Oh well, no, I didn't." Know. I was also right about the uh, the real to real tape. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Sound of the typing. I, I yeah. called that one right. Yeah, because so, Magnum at one point kicked the door in. There was no Robin Masters. He was not there. Not there. It the, was just a tape recorder. Record. Yeah, which we absolutely a real, the, a real the real to, to real. real. Like we knew it was fake, but the real to real part. That's like that's yeah. Yeah. well done. Well, that's because you have to have a you have to be visually able to see one shot and know that. That it was a recording. Yes. That's the only way to do it. If there had been a little oh, tape recorder yeah. on the desk, a little cassette it would have been enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So again, it was just the visual shorthand that they had to employ. Even though no one was using reel-to-reel tape recorders Nobody. in 1984, not for no. decades. I think what I think my favorite part in this whole episode, and I love you, writers. I love you. <laughs> it's a different time. It's a different time. But like, I know that writers today complain about the fact that like this show, they only get maybe even only 42 minutes for a whole hour show. And I know that like, yes, shaving off two minutes or three minutes gives you like a lot less time to work things in. But this show could have easily made it a lot, a lot quicker. I mean, they took a scene that showed Thomas Magnum unwrapping a sleeve of Fig Newton cookies. (laughs) Yeah. And pouring a glass of milk and watching, going back and watching a tape of an Agatha Christie episode, just to be like, oh, that's where I think I'll look for a motor. Like, what is like? What, I mean, this is minutes well, of screen time. So much wasted time. There was the sword fighting. The sword yeah. fighting went on too long. Right. There was the fact that he changed back into Magnum PI clothes, right. just basically to for enter a few his scenes. apartment yes. to like, so that he could think. And, and then he, he put the whole Dashiell Hammett outfit yeah. on again to go out there. Yeah, no, it why, was a lot of wasted time. Why did, the, why did they uh, want everyone to come early? Why did... They yeah. didn't. They didn't want everybody to Archer come early. Did. Archer wanted everybody to come early because he wanted to embarrass Higgins. So Archer oh. sent out the fake invitations telling everybody to get there at 9, whereas Higgins' invitations said everybody get there at 2. And that was just to, just to humiliate Higgins? That was just to humiliate Higgins. <clears throat> okay. Because nobody... Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was confusing. Yeah. I agree. It was that's confusing. how they figured it out. I mean, that that was one the first, of the things they figured out. Yes, clues was that 
Higgins, when he was actually Higgins for like two minutes, was able to say, oh, this is old paper stock and it has the initials of, of the, old, the butler. old butler and so these would be like these invitations would be like 10 years old which threw me off completely which like, why do they have 10 year old invitations yeah yes but this is okay so two things about this one this is another thing that upsets me about this <laughs> like in the in the sherlock holmes rational detective world you're like a no supernatural stuff so fine but the other thing about this is, is the reader or the viewer is supposed to get all the clues. We're supposed to be, if we are just as smart as Sherlock Holmes, we're supposed to be able to put this all together. There were so many clues that people knew that we as viewers did not know. Right. Like the fact that the lady wasn't dead. Like again, presumably the doctors of the well, Tanaka knew that the lady wasn't dead, A. And then B, this whole, like there's a conversation between Higgins talking about Jameson and the old butler Jameson, there's a whole conversation Thomas Magnum has with Robin Masters, like, because well, he calls him see. up, where, that we don't see, where the, fills him in on all this information. So, if, like, of course we don't, like, th that's, that's cheap. That, that is, is cheap. <laughs> Again, it was not well done, but it is in the, it is in the, is it, is it the right word, milieu, or it is sure. in the genre for, for the final confrontation for Pierrot or Miss Marple to have gather the information they need and then they will present it to the criminals and the audience at the same time. Again, handled, okay, handled I guess, sloppily, I guess, yeah. but it's not completely Okay, it is, it is a, it's a Christie the, thing versus it, like a... It's not completely... For, for Magnum to have <clears throat> gathered some clues and then he's going to reveal what he knows at the end. Yeah. Um, but again, it was very sloppily done. When, when the template is so clear, there's absolutely no, no excuse... Yeah. For, for it to be so quite and, so and they and they kind of hang yep. a lantern on it a little bit when he's go when Magnum's going around the room and then he says and then there's TC and he's like wait what I didn't do anything he's like I okay. just stay with it play along because I need more suspects yeah <laughs> I mean they're, they're I mean they're clearly all having fun with this like I mean it's it, it's meant to be a bit of a spoof it's meant to be a bit of a lark I get that yeah but I do not understand why the whole Higgins split personality thing. It was alluded to at the end that to, maybe to maybe he, yes. was faking it the whole time. That he wasn't. That he totally knew what was going on sure. the whole time. I don't understand that. So, at but all. that that like yeah. just like yeah. Also, they had a whole setup where all that stuff where Magnum's like, you know, Higgins is in the hospital where and they're like on the beach. Remember the remember the scene yeah, like a yeah. thousand years ago when right. they were <laughs> with the with the, uh, the jazzercisers in the back. Yeah, yes, it's like does that yes. scene with good lad? Yeah, sorry. Galad deep, deep cut. It. Yeah. There's one listener who knows who Galad is. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> Galad is leaving, leading in a jazzercise class in the background with Rick and Magnum. It's Rick and TC and Magnum at this like, table, table on the beach. on the beach outside, assumably, the club. But, we don't well, see the, the but club. that's exactly weird. Yeah, you're right. We, we don't even see, see the club. club. So they, I mean, they yeah. could have just done, like, they didn't even have to get to that location. They could have just shot. Yeah. That they filmed out with the jazzercise. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah, no, no, that was it. That was like, we didn't need that scene. That was two no. minutes. Yeah. Well, we did not need that. That could have been filled in we all did, with we did, costume. We did need that scene yeah. because we needed to show TC and Rick why they were there. Because we knew that Magnum had to do security, but we didn't, we would not have known. I mean, we, we would have gone along with it. Like, if TC and Rick just showed up, we would have gone along with it, but it's yeah. just like, lay the, people are going to, I can imagine the network being, the network being like, People are going to ask why TC and Rick are there. Fine, we'll put in a scene. 
Yeah, put them on the beach. All right, fine. Put them on the beach. You'll get more bikini shots too. We need more of that. Yeah. Great. Yeah. No, that was that was wild. So this was the three credits of this are obviously the creators of the show, mm -hmm. but then also the writer was Robert Hamilton, who is known for quite a bit of TV, including Serpico, Jake and the Fat Man, Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. Nice. He's not the creator of that, but he's written on those. The Fantastic Journey, The Contender. But I, I wanted to talk for a second. Just any, we were talking earlier about shows that our parents let us watch or that we just watched, like in mm -hmm. syndication or later on. Do you remember a show called Bare Essence? What? No. Yeah. It is one season. And he, Robert, was one of the creators of it. Or he wasn't creator of it. This is the story of a young woman thrust into the perfume industry. <laughs> Was it a drama, <laughs> hour long drama comedy? So it, was was a, it was a whole season, 1983 to 1983 TV series. It had 11 episodes. Oh, um, so she, it was... It was based <laughs> on a book, Will She Fail or Succeed Against the Odds? And, okay, you will never guess who it stars, so I will just tell you. Ian McShane starred in it. It was not one of his really? first roles, but it was one of his early roles. Like, Ian McShane? Young Ian McShane from oh. Deadwood. Like... Deadwood Swearingen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my Ian lord. McShane. American gods, Ian woman McShane. Who was thrust into the cutthroat yeah, world of woman. perfume? Um, Bare Essence was the, the lead, was Jeannie Francis. <laughs> Which means Francis? nothing. No, it does. Oh, it does. Yeah, from General Hospital. She's Laura from Luke and Laura. She's Laura oh, from Oh, you're right. Oh Hospital. wow! So okay, so yeah, oh, she was a so big name serious. in yeah. like daytime TV. So yeah. They were like, "This is a lock." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, show this is this is this is going to go. This is yeah. the next Falcon yeah. Crest. All right, who else do we need to talk about? Well, tell us about Glenn Larson. Oh, I, you know, I'm no I'm no scholar. I just know that Glenn Larson is a name you will see on the credits of many sem seminal '80s television shows, including yeah. um, including Knight Rider, including Party uh, Boys. Hardy Boys, what else? Fall Guy. Fall, Fall Guy. Star Galactica. Yes. Buck Rogers, Quincy and the E. I love Quincy. Quincy's great. BJ and the Bear. I'm not that And was he on the Dukes too? That wasn't, we wasn't no, Dukes. No, I don't I, I did not see that. So he was the king of the 80s one hour. 80s one hour action, action yeah. things, yeah. Action show. Yeah. It was like family, charismatic characters, likable. Simple storylines. Yes. Uh, great soundtrack. He, he also wrote a lot of the theme yeah. songs. That, I, that what? He wrote the theme songs? Bonkers. I thought you did know that. I thought we found out, what about the theme for Knight Rider? I, I guess I didn't know that. I'm not remembering that I, that I knew that. Although, obviously, Glenn Larson is prolific. Yeah, clearly. He wrote as he, he ran these shows, but he also wrote many episodes ran the shows wrote the episodes wrote the theme songs probably had all kind like the yeah like he's he's right up, he's kind we, of up there with um, the, the gentleman's name come who's the gentleman who did all in the family and norman lear oh, like yeah. i mean clear like like that like that level of oh, shows yeah. that he's gotten I mean, to series and hits absolutely i mean you know you could you could say you could say with a straight face and maybe get some argument, you know, that he was the king of the trash 80s television. I mean, yeah. you know. Yes, he wrote But the that's Night a judgment call. He did? Did, he did write the Night Rider theme song. Yeah, so like he's credited how hard on is it Mr. To, Robot. How hard is it to sit in your living room with your Casio 800 and, and, <laughs> and work out the, <laughs> the Night Rider theme song? I, I'm gonna, I gotta tell you, yeah, but yeah. Work, to work it out, very different than <laughs> writing. Right there, I just saved the studio. <laughs> <laughs> 
thousands of dollars. <laughs> Did it myself. Yeah. All well, I needed was a know, little bit of cocaine. John, John Carpenter is is if John Carpenter is uh, is heralded and, and famous for creating the synth soundtracks of his movies. Right. He is. Yeah. He, is. he is as he is as loved for his soundtracks as he is for his directing. Uh, wow. That Glenn Larson certainly can do. Yeah. It too. Yeah. One of the things we noticed my, that Alyssa and I have always noticed when we watch shows from this era too and earlier was like, what a time to be a middle-aged white man. <laughs> man, if you were a yes. middle-aged white man actor, you were yeah. working because like one of this episode of Hardy Boys had like this, this cadre of like seven cops, right? And they were all the same guy. They, they were. were all about, about 45 white you know, kind of Carl Maldney looking yeah. dudes, ugly as sin, with a suit and the greasy hair. Yeah. And yeah. I, we're just like, they couldn't get, it, they couldn't imagine a world where anybody else, anybody <laughs> else could be a a, a, a policeman, a, yeah. a policeman or a woman, or it's 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 crazy. I mean, it's wow. not even just men. It's not even just white men. It's like forty to forty-seven years old. Like that was it. I mean, watch it with that eye, and you will see that they're all the same. Oh the fact gosh. that the fact that that the, the police lieutenant in Magnum is a is a, a Asian American or right. a, a Hawaiian Asian, Asian Hawaiian, that's that pretty uh, you know good for them. At least they were you know reading the room and kind of saying right. this is how it would actually be in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's which it, I think was surprising in the eighties. So this director uh, of this episode is named. Ivan, I'm going to read a little bit about him too. Ivan Dixon was a handsome, mustachioed African-American actor and director. He directed 13 episodes of Magnum P.I. And while he initially earned attention in groundbreaking stage and film work with pronounced themes and social and racial relevance, such as Raisin in the Sun, where he developed a lifelong friendship with Sidney Poitier, doing both the play on Broadway and oh, the wow. movie. He starred alongside Sidney Poitier in a number of his films and also was a stunt double for him. He was in a mesmerizing film that was considered ahead of its time called Nothing But a Man. He was cast on several TV dramas, Perry Mason, Twilight Zone, Laramie, and The Outer Limits. But he is most well known for his ensemble work on Hogan's Heroes, which was a... He played, what? Yeah. That guy? Yeah, the director. Oh. The oh. director, Ivan <laughs> Dixon. Of this Wait, but he, but he, was, he was an actor in Hogan's he had, Heroes? He was an actor and then he um, quit Hogan's Heroes because he was like, I am really underutilized. He was this great, amazing actor with like these fantastic nominations for yeah. these great roles. And he was seeing everywhere African-American characters being, t or actors being typecast in these like really dumb things. And he became very, he became very active in the civil rights movement and kind of acting roles became fewer and far between. And so he transitioned into directing and he did The Waltons, Greatest American Hero, Rockford Files, Quincy, and Magnum P.I. And he directed this one. He also directed a, a movie called The Spook Who Sat Who Sat by the Door, which was pulled from movie theaters. It was a story of a, the first black officer in the CIA who turns revolutionary. It was kind of a black exploitation era movie. It didn't do well, but it subsequently became cult status. His last acting role was actually in Car Wash, which we, we which also we just talked about. We yeah. talked about the other day, but... I think that's interesting to think about this episode and, you know, TC and what he was able to, his character, Robert. Roger Mosley was Roger the actor. TC Mosley. was the character. Yeah. Yeah. And they did have to give a lot of, a lot of screen time, a lot of dialogue to who people were in this episode. Yes. Which, and this maybe is why, because this episode had a, a black director 
that TC and the dancer who oh are you're right yeah they made a point of of saying that they of who they were um, in relation to both famous black performers from the era from the twenties yeah. yeah. yes um, yeah Paul Robeson and Josephine Baker but it's interesting to have those touches in it instead of just you know light and light stupid murder fair I guess which to be fair it also had there was. There was still plenty of stupidity in this episode. <laughs> there should have been a crime so much earlier. Oh my so lord, so much. much. So but this we, yeah. so we we stopped it right when they right when the money had been stolen. Were we ever given the reason why the 20,000 was brought in cash because they made such a big deal out of it. Yeah, they it was did. None of your business. Why didn't you bring a check? Well, we just thought it would be fun because it's the 20s. And that was it. That was it. That was what we got. That's all we got. That's we all never we got. really got a real reason why. No, they it's just, they just, it was just a hit. We, Again, it, it was complete convenience. Five of, minutes of that. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. never you mind about why it's cash. It's like, well, but they did, that's going to be but, important. And, and did she not. know that she was going to see Cynthia at this event? Like, she must have. So she brought she a could, gun. Yeah, she, unless she always carries around a gun. It doesn't matter. Like, she's not from Still Hawaii. Weapon. She's not from Hawaii. She How had to get the gun she to had Hawaii. pack that gun in her. <laughs> It's, this is this is in the eighties. There was no was airport security. Oh, she was she was like they, he was cheating on me with her, and she was like, no, he wasn't cheating on me on you. He just he just liked me, but I wasn't going to I, he, he, with him like it was a complete like non-issue. Yeah, there was no. Yeah. He propositioned issue. me. Yeah. I was about to turn yeah. him down. That's right. Any what? moment now, I was about to turn him and down. Was she a real lady, Cynthia, or was she playing a character? Of somebody famous named Lady Cynthia? No, I think she was. A I real think she lady. was a real lady. She, a real lady. So she was a real rich person who was invited with real diamonds. Yeah, invited. And a real bodyguard. Yeah. And, a real, and a real bodyguard. And the real bodyguard who turned out to be an ex-butler of Robin Masters, ex assuming a new identity. Which let's that that is a long game. Like if you're like you're an ex-butler, you want to get revenge against the butler Just ten years ago Just who took on. your spot ten years ago. So you become you change your name and identity and become a bodyguard to this lady in the hopes that eventually she'll sometime come back to this thing. And your whole plan on this is just to embarrass and humiliate. What's your end game? Are you just like, I just don't embarrass this person? Are you gonna take the job back? Get a job. Are, like, dude. Get a real job. Have you right. worked events before? <laughs> <laughs> to send out the invitations with the wrong start time? That's horrible <laughs> yeah he was like that'll do it that'll, that'll, that'll do it that's my revenge that was we'll also... arrive early and the, the, the crumpets won't be ready <laughs> that it was also so a piece of information that we would never have we did not know as the audience and we could have no way of knowing no. that yeah yeah the yes. show did not did not even did not drop any hints that that was that's what I'm, that's what I'm, oh, that's so that was my again, complaint not, that was my complaint as far as a murder mystery goes that is to me that's like that's right breaking the Rule number one. That's yeah, what I'm and saying. And for all the extras, there were no like catering people going like, "Who the hell are all these people? We were supposed to be here." Uh, I would have loved to right. see that scene. I would have loved to have seen the caterers arriving late and trying to talk to Magnum about where they should go. Or the flowers. That would, like, but, that would, the flowers but that would have been a. Oh my God, that would have been the a tent great. The isn't set up. The like they, they could have created urgency and tension in those scenes to those people like bugging them and annoying them and trying to get this. I can't talk to you right now. What are they doing? Like I can't talk. Like that would have. Oh my God, that would have been so great. Ah. Uh, yeah. Do you think this was a, an example of maybe a writer? trying something new with this character in this show like like we said it's such a obviously a good idea like 
and then like just getting screwed by the by like the network like yeah, they yeah. just don't get it and so they come yeah. back with all these They're notes like, well, why is it and, cash and by the why time they bring a check and by the time okay. the 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 production script is actually finished it's so far yes. beyond what the writer had hoped it would be that yeah. it's I, like can that. I, I can that, see I can that I can see that happening yeah. here yeah. and I he can... turned in a draft that actually made sense was pretty fun was di uh, was different from Magnum and they were like no no this isn't Magnum this isn't Magnum Magnum wouldn't do this yeah so yeah he's yeah. got to have his cookies before <laughs> he's got to have yeah, his yeah, cookies and milk or, yeah. Magnum is known for his mustache his Ferrari and his love of and fake news and some executive being like what if Higgins um Higgins like has a brain thing and has to <laughs> has a you know or something like that I mean, I, it was no yeah. no he doesn't have amnesia he suddenly is Two personalities. That's genius. That's never been done before. Great job, that LB. Nice work, LB. <laughs> right away, LB. Or JX or whoever. All right, Jessica, is there anybody else we need to talk about? No, that's great. I, I love all these folks. Oh, I will say that Larry Manetti, who plays Rick. Plays Rick, right? He wrote a behind-the-scenes book about it. So if you want to know more about Magnum P.I., check it out. I feel bad that I said that I didn't think Larry Minetti was cute. I want to I want to take that back. It's okay. No, I just I think that's fine. It was uncharitable. Okay. But, but I no like filters. You know, this is the 80s. Not not everybody. Everyone looks the way they look. And the, that's true. And the fact yeah. that the fact that Tom Selleck is such a freaking bombshell. Like he the camera is so, the camera could just sit so on him for yes. forever. Hours. He has insane charisma it's true. insane charisma like there's all kinds of times when he just like breaks the fourth wall and looks at the camera and looks at the audience and like like waggles his eyebrows or smirks or something like that and you're just like i don't care keep it coming give me some more popcorn and just let me watch him like like he's he's he does he's a star there's a reason he's still on tv even and he's just that with even that mustache and the the, the hairstyle there is nothing ironic about him, even in this, even in the 80s. No. He is a genuinely attractive human being, even with an 80s mustache and an 80s hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And an 80s Hawaiian shirt. All right. Well, I think we got it. We didn't get a win. We got, we're getting close. Well, I like, think between the four of us, we got... We got a lot of it, like, but we did not come up. Eight, we did not say March. 16th and two-fourths. I'm still confused. Yeah. <laughs> but you were right, and you got it right. Yeah. You but I'm still confused. Happened. Yeah. yeah, we all got parts of it. We are, we are definitely. I, I definitely think you guys know know this this genre. I mean, my yeah. So so happy to be a part of this. Which so guys, happy to have you guys, you guys here. Are so smart. Yeah. Welcome back on stuff. the pod anytime. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to come back because you guys know your you guys know your stuff. Excellent. And we will be back in a few little bit with our next episode. But for now, that's it. Thanks everybody. Bye. 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 everybody. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And now we want to hear from you. Tell us your guesses, your scores, your insider info, your favorite logic cop catches, and your suggestions for what shows we should watch next. Follow us and join the fun on Twitter at ClueDunnit. Or on Instagram and Facebook at ClueDunnit Podcast. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts to help get the word out. Because watching TV is always, always better, better with, with friends. friends. I kind of went the other way. So I would go and look for the loudest 
Hawaiian shirt <gasps> that I could find. My father and I would would have contests that I would buy him. <laughs> we have a picture of him wearing a, a, a incredibly loud Hawaiian shirt with uh, a huge painting of a, of a parrot on the back. And the oh, you were parrot. a parrot. So did you listen to Jimmy Buffett too then? Um, you, you know, um, <laughs> we did love Jimmy Buffett. In fact, I introduced that to, to Stella and she was wondering out loud, she wondered out loud why it would be a woman's fault. Why, why, he, would why he would immediately go. And I said, well, just wait this, well, wait until the song finishes and he'll, he'll figure it out. Much more self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, the beginning, it's, it's out a journey. He goes on a journey in that song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah probably is his own damn fault. So just wait. <laughs> but, um, 